0: Okay. Today's episode, we are going to be talking about the 5S. It's a methodology for creating a more organized and productive workspace. I got this from something my husband was working on and it's just, so I Googled it and just kind of found a bunch of different opportunities that This is truly, when he was showing it to me, I was telling him that this is exactly what I've been doing with my podcast and with my listeners. And so it was just really funny that it it just stood out to me as funny that this is something that he was also doing at work uh, to create a more productive workspace. So the five S's are sort, straighten, shine, standardize, and sustain. So I have them in my list here. So sort, it is a when in doubt, move it out. Set in order, a place for everything and everything in its place. Shine, keep everything swept and clean. Standardize, make up the rules, follow and enforce them. And sustain, it's part of daily work and it becomes a habit. So this is exactly what I have done in my home and what I have walked my clients through. So most of the time when I start with a client um, or in my own space, first we have to take a look at the space and see what doesn't belong in the space. And you can look at past episodes where this has come up. Um, I know talking about the sunroom and different things in the kitchen. Uh, So when we are looking at a space, what doesn't belong? What is in the way? What isn't really right for the space? Do we have dog supplies in the kitchen and they could be moved to a different space? Do we have, um, what is in the way in the kitchen? What is in the way in the space that you're working on? So this week's Uh, spaces that we are going to be working on in this whole house organizing project that we are doing through the podcast, we are going to be working on the main spaces. So the main spaces include your kitchen, living room, your dining area, and your bathroom. Okay. So those are the main spaces. And then, and this may bump into a second week, depending on how detailed I get in my podcast episodes. Sometimes I can go off a little bit and get a lot more detail in there than I was planning. And so my episode goes too long and I have to break it up into multiple episodes. Um, Then for week three, we're gonna be doing personal spaces. um, And that's gonna be your bedroom, your clothing closets, your laundry areas. And then we will be moving on to those hidden spaces, those spaces you don't just invite anybody into, like the playroom, the garage, attic, closets, basements, outdoor storage, any of those spaces that'll be in the the later part of this series, okay? So for today's episode, we are going to be going over the kitchen. So for myself, in the kitchen, I feel absolutely overwhelmed when my kitchen is a mess and any other space is a mess. So one of the things that I talked about in a past episode was the triggers. What are my stress triggers? For me, it's having mess is stress, number one. Mess is stress. So whatever kind of mess there is going on, it's stressful because it feels like I'm not in control a little bit and it also feels like um, things are out of order. So uh, I need to create that structure and especially for me, I always have a lot of kids at the house. So <laughs> this is something that is important when you have a lot of children around or a lot of other people. So a lot of movement, movement can be stressful. So when the dogs start getting the zoomies or something and there's a mess and there's food out and <laughs> then they start making loud noises, loud noises is another stress trigger. Uh, so those are, for me, my top three stressors would be movement, noise, and mess. So I broke my mess down into two places. So it's food mess and other mess for myself. Those are the things that I've kind of broken it down into. And then the last one is expectations of others. I don't know about you, but I get especially stressed right before my husband comes home. Because I know he's not looking forward to seeing the chaos that has gone on. When I had a house full of kids and we had dinner and we're getting ready for, you know, we're about to get ready for bed, but we're still in the middle of the cleanup process of that. And the dinner mess isn't cleaned up where I've started dinner. So there's still the prep stuff all over the countertops and like he's walking into a big mess. And it's kind of scary because the expectation that he has is that I've been home all day on a lot of these days or I've had time to get this stuff done. The kids are home. They're old enough to help now, but especially when they were younger, this stress for me when I wasn't working at home all the time, you know, working away from home as much, it was a real stress trigger for me that my husband would come in and see that it wouldn't look like I had worked all day. It wouldn't look like I had been up cleaning the house as many hours as I had put into actually doing things around the house. And it felt a little defeating. So the expectations of others was a stress trigger for me. Um, Especially if I got a surprise visitor um, coming to the house. Anybody that was not, you know, on a day that I wasn't expecting to have someone come to the house. And now all of a sudden I have someone coming to the house. I'm like, oh, quick, throw all this in the box. Or, you know, where's the laundry basket? I see people do that all the time. Even on TV, you you get TV programs and they're like shoving everything in the laundry basket and just trying to hide it in the closet and stuff. I try so hard not to have laundry baskets because... I'm very, once it goes in that basket, I don't want to empty it. I don't want to empty it. So I literally have one laundry basket for my whole family. Six people, we have one laundry basket. Now we have multiple hampers, but they're small. So they're not overwhelming. But the stress of others, those expectations of others do really trigger a stress in us. And I want us to think about why we're feeling that way? What is it that's causing us to feel that way? Because if we can figure out what is causing us to feel that way, it's easier for us to fix the problem when we know what it is, okay? If you don't know what the problem is, if you don't know why you're triggered when someone comes over, you don't know what is causing that stress for you, then it's gonna be a lot harder to fix it and get rid of that stress. So the expectations of others, for me, I don't have that stress with my husband anymore. I don't have it at all anymore. Not at all. Doesn't bother me. He can come in and it's an absolute mess or he can come in. And it looks like perfection, which by the way, doesn't ever happen <laughs> anymore. Um, it just doesn't happen. It hasn't happened since before COVID. Okay. I just, some things, my expectations, my standards have significantly lowered And so I've not been that person since COVID, but I have let go of that. I realized that that wasn't something I needed to prioritize and it wasn't something that was really important to my husband. He loves me no matter what. So if I didn't get everything done, it's fine. He still loves me, okay? And it doesn't trigger him the same way that it triggers me. So it's just one of those things we have to think about. We have to understand ourselves And we have to figure out why our stress level went up so that we can figure out a solution to that stress trigger, okay? Because our lives will be so much happier. We will be better mothers. We will be better people if we know our triggers and can protect ourselves from being triggered. Yes, mess is a stressor. It is a trigger for me in my own home. In other people's homes, I go in and it doesn't bother me one bit. I'm like, oh, we just need to do this, 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 and this. And I have a plan instantly. Like I go into a space that is a disaster piled up. Some people call it a hoarder home or whatever. And to me, I'm like, oh, here's what we need to do. Let's just create these categories and start here and start getting these things out of the way. Those boxes are probably trash. So that's easy. And it doesn't bother me a single bit. So why do I let it overwhelm me in my own home? That's what I've learned about myself. Um, I have learned that I am putting pressure on myself to be perfect and create a home that doesn't feel lived in, that isn't a, a space that my kids can relax in. And I'm trying to avoid doing that. And one of the ways that I'm avoiding doing that is by lowering my expectations. I'm not going to have a Pinterest perfect home with young children in the house. Not with, I mean, it's not possible. Yes, I can have a beautiful home. Yes, I can have a clean home, but it's not going to stay that way. It's going to be used. It's going to be lived in. And when we have these expectations of this Pinterest perfect, beautiful magazine ready home to invite guests into, how relaxing is it to keep it that way? Your home should be the space that you and your entire family feels the safest and most comfortable. And if it doesn't feel that way for you and your family, you've got some changes to make and you have to really reflect on why it doesn't feel that way so that you can fix it. Now, sometimes there's just things that are beyond your control. But a lot of times what I see is that for moms, for families, a lot of times what I see is that these expectations of others and these unnecessary pressures that we put on ourselves to keep the house a certain way make us feel triggered and Then we take it out on our children or our spouse or ourselves. And then it causes depression. It causes, um, anger and resentment. And a lot of times these people are blaming someone else because all, all that, I'll just give you the example in the bathroom. All that I see are that my husband has left his clothes on the floor near the hamper and that he has left his entire side of the countertop covered in things, just absolutely covered in things. Like all of his toiletries, his electronic pieces, like whatever it is, is just covered in stuff. I don't even want to look at it because there's so much stuff over there. And then what does he see? He sees that I have left hair all over the floor that I didn't even see at all until he started complaining about it. The third time he complained about it, I started seeing it. And so I started addressing it. That's something that bothers him. Fine, I can fix that. That's an easy thing. So I just started sweeping my hair up or like using my hand and just grabbing up as much hair as I could every day after I fix my hair, after a shower, Uh, Anytime I'm in the bathroom at the mirror, I'll get, you know, step away from the mirror and look at the floor and do a quick scan and collect the hair that has fallen. So um, I have really long dark hair. So it stands out really well on those light tile floors in the bathroom. And he notices that and he gets really mad because they stick to his feet and then they get in his clothes and he's, (laughs) he's frustrated with that. So we see it's so easy for us to see the other person's mess and ignore our own. And that was a situation where I was ignoring my own mess and focusing on his mess. The other thing is I didn't set up his laundry hamper to create success. Cause the laundry hamper we had in our other home is too large for any of the spaces that we had in this home. And to be honest, his divided laundry hamper, he wasn't using it properly anyway. So I still had to sort his laundry every time I did laundry for him. His shirts would be two or three shirts stuck together. So I have to pull them apart. It was a huge pain. So might as well just do it all in one bucket and be done. And I, I want you guys to really think about why your space isn't easy to use. What's in the way, keeping you from being able to be productive keeping you from having that, um, you know, that sustainable organization. It's not sustainable if it doesn't work for the people that are using it. Like that sorting laundry hamper. My husband's coming in after working 14, 15 hour days, and he doesn't want to have to think about putting his clothes in, you know, only pants in this part, only shirts that hang up in this part and only (laughs) anything that folds in this part. So that's, that's too much for him to think about. At the end of the day, he's got too many other things on his mind. So how can we make it easier for our families to use? That's what I want you guys to really focus on finding what is in the way. And when you're in like this, the 5S production is sort says when in doubt, move it out. So if it's something that you're not sure about, get it out of the way completely, remove it from the space and see how it goes see how it goes. I promise you an empty space has so much less stress than a full space. Even if you have beautiful, expensive, wonderful things, if it is crowded and cluttered and stuffy in there, it is stressful. And a clear space is so much healthier than a full cluttered space. So when you're in doubt, Does this thing add value to your space? Is this thing necessary? Is it something you could do without? When you're in doubt, move it out, get it out of the way. So I threw out his laundry hamper and we've been sharing a laundry hamper. The thing is his clothes are twice as big as mine. So his clothes for half of the week are overflowing my laundry hamper because his clothes are bigger. So he needs a bigger laundry hamper And I don't have the right one. And I haven't found one. I haven't decided what kind to get for him. So this has been a frustration, even just yesterday, trying to figure out what to do for his laundry. He's frustrated by it. He doesn't like that his clothes overflow the hamper. It's not working. And so we are coming up with a solution. And I don't have it yet. But I am looking for the right thing. Because now I have an idea of what is not working so that I can find a way to make it work better. I know what doesn't work. It doesn't work for him to sort his laundry. It's not happening, guys. It's not happening. (laughs) It's just not going to happen. And then having his laundry in a tiny basket, his laundry, you know, three days of his clothes, the laundry basket's full. And I'm not doing laundry that often. I don't want to put the energy into doing laundry that frequently. So we've got to find a better solution. I need a big one, but it can't be really wide. It needs to be a narrow one, but also I don't want it to be four feet deep. (laughs) This is ridiculous. I don't want to get to the bottom of it ever. If it's deep, especially if he accidentally puts a wet towel or one of the kids gets it wet, like, Oh, that's disgusting. Things will be molded and rotten in the bottom before I feel like getting it. And then I would just rather throw it away. I know myself. I know that about me. So I do the same thing in the kitchen, okay? So in any space I'm in, what is not working? The kids' cups in this new house, they are not fitting in the drawer like they did in our last house. They get stuck, they um, they don't fit. So I'm having to figure out a solution to uh, make that space work better. I don't have it yet. I'm gonna send you guys a picture because it's pretty bad and my son has been doing the, the dishes lately. <laughs> and So they're kind of just chucked under the cabinet. There's a bag of something under there where the kids use it for their dishes and things. Like, it's really bad. My kitchen needs some attention. So that's why this is really important, not just for you, but for me, to walk through all of these spaces and get our whole house organized together. This is something that I need just as much as you guys do, okay? So, don't feel bad and don't feel like I'm not in this with you because I am and I am going to be sharing more pictures of my home. I have been working several days a week and my baby girl has had a fever all week. She's she left school on Thursday and has been really sad and pitiful with the fever and just laying around not wanting to do anything since then. So, here we are. It's Monday and she's still pretty pitiful anybody wants to pray for her, we would really appreciate that. Um, she seemed to be doing a lot better yesterday, but she still did not have the energy to go to school today. She's home. And so I'm trying to get this done real quick before I have to be back over there and before she wakes up. So I'm trying to get this episode out. I hope you guys really get a lot from this episode. I hope that this is helpful for you just to get your, your thoughts in order. I feel like with clients most of the time, it's understanding what's in the way, that as soon as they can understand what is not working for them, what is in the way, then they are so much faster at getting their stuff donated, getting the stuff out of the way, and putting it in a place that makes sense and works for their family. And I feel like you guys are probably right there with them, and it's the same for me, really. When I'm looking at my own space, it's the same for me. As soon as I can figure out where it needs to go and what needs, what needs to, to just go, (laughs) then it's so much faster for me to get the space put together, to get it looking good. And I am really excited to have you guys with me on this journey of getting our whole house organized. So if you guys want to see some pictures or share some pictures or ask any questions, please join the Facebook group. It will be linked at the bottom of the episode. You can just click on it or copy and paste. If it doesn't click for you, sometimes it does on on mine and sometimes it doesn't. Um, but I am just so excited and I would love to hear what your takeaways are from this episode And if you guys have someone that you want to do this whole house organizing with, share the podcast, share it with them. Let me know that you shared it so that you can get points. I am doing a, a review challenge. So I'm giving away some gift cards, uh, to people. If you are out of the country and you win, then we will have to discuss how to get you the right, um, payments, (laughs) the right giftings. And I cannot wait to get this done, but if you leave a review on Apple Podcasts, I'm doing a drawing. My daughter is gonna pick at the end of the end of the series here and do a couple of winners. So if you guys, um, I think I said I was doing a winner every week, so we were gonna be doing that going through that this week and getting the winner from last week. I'll have her do that. And then we will do another winner for this week. So if you guys have left a review, you're in it to win. Okay. And if you haven't left a review, please do that. You just scroll down past the um, first little bit of episodes. You'll see that section that has the stars on there just below the stars on the left side of the screen on Apple podcast. It says, write a review and has a little square with like a pencil sticking off of it. And that is what you click write your review in there and then let me know that you wrote the review. Uh, and when I, at the end of the week, we will be, cause it takes a few days for those to show up too. So if you did leave a review last week, it has to be like, it takes a few days, but I want to make sure that you guys get an opportunity to win. And I'm so excited to get to know you guys and find out how this podcast is helping you. And please share this with more people so that we can help as many people as possible. I love you guys so much, I will be praying for you. Lord, please be with these women and help them to be able to get their homes organized, to get the stressors, to understand what about their mess is causing them to feel so stressed, or what about their home, the order, organization of it is causing them to feel so stressed and frustrated, and help them to be able to fix it, and make it easier to use, and make it more, uh, to simplify, how easy it is to put it back where it belongs. Help them to figure out what it is that's in the way. And Lord, give them support, give them encouragement, and send the right people into their lives to help them and encourage them and help them to know that they're not alone in this journey and that we can fix this together, that this is not how you intended for us to live stuck in a mess. You intended us to live with purpose and intention and being able to invite strangers into our homes. You say so many times that there's opportunities for, um, you say so many times that there's, you know, it could be an angel. It could be you knocking on the door. And so I want to make sure that anytime someone knocks on my door, that I'm ready to invite them in, that I'm ready to be a blessing in their life, Lord. And if I'm frustrated with my own mess and I'm embarrassed to open the door, I'm not thinking about how I can be a blessing to them. I'm wanting to hide. And that is not what you intended for our lives, Lord. So I ask that you would help me and these ladies, everyone listening to this podcast today, that you would help us to really uncover those frustrations, Lord, and figure out what it is that's in the way so that we can improve our lives and that we can be a blessing to everyone around, Lord. To anyone who would knock and need our help, help us to know how to be a blessing and a light to them. Lord, in your holy name I pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Simplified and Fabulous Mom Life Podcast. We would love to hear from you. Our podcast hotline for U.S. is 980-389-0399. You can share your tips and tricks, topic suggestions, ask questions, and let me know if we should answer any of these on the air. For other ways to connect, you can reach us at jmorganizingspaces.com. Thanks for listening to this episode. Did I say it right?